Jackerson Experiment. I'm your host, the one, the only, Willie Jackerson. Alright, I got a great show for you guys. Um, I thought about doing this the other day. I thought, you know, this would be cool to do a one on Black Friday. And uh, I kind of came across some pretty funny stuff. I know um, there's been a lot of uh, different things over the years that's kind of maybe not had it so much people go out to the actual stores and go shopping and try to get the, you know, latest gifts or whatever. But it's kind of cool to look back on it. And uh, there was like a lot of different funny stories where there was like a lady who like pepper sprayed a whole bunch of people to try to, you know, get what she wanted and uh, different kinds of uh, interesting stories on it. And I thought it was pretty cool um, just to kind of look at it and and realize, I mean, how there's like literally people killed on Black Friday for people trying to get some of these deals uh, at the store. So. Uh, I was looking around for some cool metal, like I always do, and I ran across this song. It was a metal version of Friday, and uh, so I decided, you know what? Um, I wonder if what would happen. There was two people that did it. There was uh, E Rock Three Thirty One, and then there was this other guy, Leo from uh, Frog Leap Studios. And I said, you know what? I wonder what would happen if those dudes jammed together. So I actually mashed the songs together, and uh, I don't know, I I think you guys will enjoy how it came out, and uh, you know, once again, just bringing you guys another cool episode, and uh, so thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy uh, Black Friday. That's that's how I am applying it, and anybody out there, I'm sure Whack Hack Jackerson will say I'm applying that wrong. And the other beautiful thing about that is, one of the beautiful things about this is, even though I had 7,000, 8,000 followers over on the Facebook page, I am sure that I had trolls like Whack Hack Jackerson, Bill, Bill Schneider, who comes and watches my shit every time I do it, knowing he supposedly says crap about me, but yet he still wants to watch my stuff. Does that show you what kind of idiot he is? Anyway. In order to make America metal, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. The topic is right to accept my revenge. Spill it in the blood. I won't fight to the end. No more lying and wait. Just do it even the score. There's a price to be paid. It's time for war. Just when you think it's safe, I'd attack. I am back. When you least expect your fate, I'd attack. I am back. The kick in your face. One big mistake. I am back. We will make America metal again. Smack, I am back. What do you mean? I don't believe in God. I talk to him every day. So what do you mean? I don't support your system. I go to court when I have to. I say, what do you mean? I can't get to work on time. Got nothing better to do. 
What do you mean? I don't pay my bills. What do you think? I'm broke. Huh? If there's a new way, I'll be the first in line. But it better work this time. What do you mean? I hurt your feelings. I didn't know you, you had, had any feelings. I say, what do you mean? I ain't kind. It's just not your kind. What do you mean? I couldn't be the president of the United States of America. Tell me something. It's still we, the people, right? There's a new way. I'll be the first in line. But it better work this time. Ladies and gentlemen, we will make America metal again. Remember, thank you. Can you put a price on peace? Peace sells, but who's buying? 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 That is so beautiful. Thank you. What a great song, too, by the way. Do we like that song? I think so. I think so. On the 28th of November, 2008, crowds began to gather outside the Walmart at the Greenacres Mall in Valley Stream, New York. They had been drawn there by the promise of an unmissable, limited-time Black Friday sale. As dawn approached, the crowd grew and grew until it contained more than 2,000 people. They were there to shop, but before the morning was over, the crowd would have destroyed a storefront, killed an innocent man, and contributed to the long and violent history of chaotic Black Friday sales. Black Friday is the name given to the Friday after Thanksgiving in the United States. For many decades now, it has been traditional for retailers to run limited-time post-Thanksgiving sales, and for consumers to turn out in force to take advantage of them. It's a big day for retailers, with more than $150 billion spent across the US in just a single weekend. Even now, with most shopping taking place online, retailers still work hard to get shoppers into stores by advertising incredible deals or releasing desirable products like new game consoles or limited edition sneakers on Black Friday itself. There is a significant history of these promotions ending in unrest, injury, and even death. What happened at the Valley Stream Walmart in 2008 is one of the most unsettling examples of this. On that particular Black Friday, crowds had been gathering all night, with the first shoppers arriving as early as 9pm the night before. These hardy bargain hunters camped out overnight in order to be the first in line when Walmart opened its doors at 5am. They weren't few in number, 
By midnight, the sidewalk outside the doors was full, and a line of shoppers stretched across the car park of the Greenacres Mall. Given the size of the crowd, police were called at around 3.30am and attended to speak to the crowd through loudhailers, appealing for calm and order. Relatively few officers were still present as 5am approached, and the crowd was certainly not calm. They pounded on the closed glass doors and pressed in a mass against them, causing them to bow visibly inwards. The employees within the Walmart were, quite naturally, wary. Many of them had witnessed Black Friday chaos in previous years. They had seen people, including children, tripping and falling during crowd surges, fights breaking out, and shoppers arguing and brawling over items. 34-year-old Jimitai Damore had probably heard some stories from his co-workers, but had no idea just how intense the crowds could become. He was a temporary employee and had only been hired to cover the holiday season. He had spent Thanksgiving with his family and then come straight to work, expecting to spend most of his time stocking shelves and carrying out maintenance. Instead, Mr. Damore found himself on crowd control duty. In an attempt to prevent the doors from breaking, employees pushed back against them from the other side. They were still doing so until just before 5am, when the doors shattered under the weight of the crowd and a mob of shoppers surged inside. Mr. Damore was thrown to the floor and trampled by dozens of people, none of whom stopped or expressed concern over the man they had stepped on. It was left to his colleagues, some of whom had themselves been knocked to the ground by the surge, to fight their way to him and try to help. While shoppers in the store fought over discount household goods, an ambulance was called for Mr. Damore. CPR was performed on scene before he was transported to a nearby hospital. Unfortunately, his injuries were too severe and he could not be saved. His death left his colleagues reeling with shock and some attempts were made to clear the Walmart. The crowd, however, having forced its way inside, was unwilling to leave. When told what had happened and asked to go home, several refused, arguing that they had been waiting in line in the cold all night, and that they weren't going to leave without getting what they'd come for. In the aftermath of the incident, the shoppers involved were widely condemned by the media and the public, but none faced any consequences. The incident had been so chaotic that it was impossible to identify any individuals who could be considered responsible. Were those pushing from the back of the crowd to blame, or was it the fault of those who had first surged through the broken doors? No arrests were made, and no individual faced any consequences for the loss of Jimitai Damore's life. Thankfully, deaths from trampling during Black Friday sales are relatively rare. Injuries are common, but most are minor. When reporting on Black Friday chaos, many sources also include deaths and injuries which result from arguments in and around retail outlets during the big day. It's completely commonplace for Black Friday shoppers to come to blows over limited stock, coveted parking spaces, or when someone is seen to cut in line. Every Black Friday sees scenes like these play out across the US. Sometimes, though, shoppers take things a step further. In 2011, one woman shopping in a Walmart in Los Angeles liberally pepper-sprayed the crowd around a display of discount Xboxes, resulting in around 20 people, children included, suffering painful but non-life-threatening injuries. The shopper in question then calmly paid for her purchases and left the store. 
After turning herself in to the police a day later, she threatened to sue Walmart for failing to provide adequate security, a situation which forced her to resort to the pepper spray, she claimed. With not enough evidence to decide one way or another if it was self-defense, the matter was dropped with no further legal consequences. In 2016, in Vancouver, Canada, shoppers queued outside an Adidas store for their chance to purchase a limited edition shoe that was due to be released as part of a Black Friday promotion. Before the doors could be opened, however, the crowd became violent. As fighting broke out, one man removed his shirt and began using his belt as a whip to keep other shoppers at bay. He was promptly arrested and the sale was cancelled outright. In 2014, the madness that surrounds Black Friday was even seen overseas in the UK. In Manchester, police were called out to seven different Tesco supermarkets over the course of the day to intervene in fights that had broken out or to respond to members of the public threatening staff. At one store, a woman was injured by a falling television, and footage of consumers fighting over discount television sets made headlines across the country. It's not just the UK that has adopted Black Friday as an annual event. Indeed, the idea has spread around the world. Romania holds Black Friday sales a week before the US. In Germany, many retailers participate in an entire week of discounts under the banner of Black Week or Black Shopping. Black Friday is a growing presence in Australia, Mexico, Canada, Switzerland, and a steadily increasing number of European countries. Interestingly, retailers in some countries participate in Black Friday under a different name, often because the term Black Friday is already in common usage, usually as the colloquial name for a disaster or other tragedy. In France, for example, these sales are usually known as XXL Day, rather than Black Friday as Black Friday is a term used to refer to terrorist attacks which took place in the country in 2015. Whatever it's called, and wherever it takes place, Black Friday seems to almost always create a certain amount of chaos and conflict. Most countries where the event has been promoted have seen at least some scenes similar to those which take place in the US each year. A violent struggle over electronic goods is, it seems, so essential a part of the day that it transcends borders. Perhaps because of this tendency towards chaos, some retailers have taken steps to move away from Black Friday. Asda in the UK, for example, has publicly declared that it will prefer smaller sales spread out throughout the year to one big weekend of deals, with an executive noting that they found the footage of Black Friday brawls uncomfortable. Elsewhere, retailers have been moving online, with a greater focus on Cyber Monday, the Monday after Thanksgiving and a day when retailers have started to offer massive discounts for online shoppers. When shopping online, at least, there is little chance that anyone will be injured by falling stock, pepper sprayed by fellow shoppers, drawn into a fistfight over a discount games console, or trampled to death by a crowd. The holiday season is here, and Black Friday is upon us. As you know, 
Black Friday is the day shoppers go berserk for holiday deals. Last year, 26 people died and 461 were seriously injured. This winter, the mall is offering 80% off to the first 30 people in the store. For you new recruits, perhaps you took this job to see just what the violence was like. Or perhaps you thought working Black Friday wouldn't be a big deal. I'm just trying to earn some extra holiday cash. Or maybe you're just too stupid to realize what you've gotten yourselves into. That's enough! Our only chance of surviving this year's sale is by sticking together. Those of you who signed up are to be commended. But I warn you, do not underestimate the battle that's about to take place outside those doors. Winter is coming. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. You got any extra of that? Oh, thanks. Gets a little boring around here, you know? Enjoy the boredom while you can. So you worked here last winter? You worked on Black Friday? I did. Is it really as bad as they say it is? The shoppers... started showing up at midnight on Thursday. They... Didn't line up, they just crammed themselves near the main entrance. I could see their faces smushed up against the glass, licking their lips, waiting to get in. God, the sounds that they made. It was 5 a.m. when they opened the doors. They were screaming. Blood. People tearing each other's faces off while holiday music played in the background. I saw a woman pick up her daughter by the ankle and swing her into some old guy's head. Before I knew it, they were all around me, biting, clawing. Then a hand reached in and pulled me out. Old Cap, he saved us all that day. When it was over, the front of the mall was covered in red bodies and shopping bags. And now winter comes again. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old What the hell are you doing? Oh, hey, Sharon. You're up, huh? I, uh... All right, look. I took a temp job at the mall. I just wanted to make some extra holiday cash. Bullshit. I did, Sharon. I saw they were hiring extra security, and I thought it'd be a good way to make money. You're doing this to try and get to the front of the line on Black Friday, aren't you? Nobody else has thought of it, Sharon. I won't even be out in the crowd. I'll be on the inside when the doors open. While everyone is trying to run over each other, I'll turn around and run right into the stores. I'll be the first to get whatever I want. Isn't Black Friday supposed to be about buying things for other people? Winter is coming, Sharon. And I'm a sneaky little bee. Buzz buzz. Look at this wiener. Judge it by its size. Rub it three times and it has a surprise! That's it! You're not delaying this anymore, you wiener-loving bitch! <laughs> Happy holidays, Brick. And to you, my friend. Grab it!
is supposed to be grounded and he snuck out to go to Red Robin? What? Stands at the Red Robin wedding too? Oh god, I really care about him! This is over! Now, die! It's over. Xbox wins! Yay, Xbox wins! Yay! Dad! You're alive! I saved you! It's okay, Beyonce! The fight's over! You can still shop! Go on, kids! Go get your Xboxes! For many years, retailers pushed opening times on Black Friday earlier and earlier, eventually reaching midnight, before opening on the evening of Thanksgiving. In 2009, Kmart opened at 7pm on Thanksgiving Day in order to allow shoppers to avoid Black Friday traffic. Two years later, a number of retailers began opening at 8pm or 9pm on what became derisively known as Black Thursday. In subsequent years, other stores followed this trend, opening earlier and earlier on Thanksgiving or remaining open all day beginning in the early morning hours. The 2014 Black Thursday sales were generally considered a failure, however, as overall sales for the holiday weekend fell 11% compared to the previous year, despite heavy traffic at the stores on Thanksgiving night. News media always tended to play in heavily to reports of Black Friday shopping and the scale and sense of urgency, reporting on the long lines and massive crowds drawn to the retailers. But while stores love having huge crowds lining up with open wallets and lines of credit, the swarms of shoppers can lead to disastrous consequences. In 2008, a crowd of shoppers outside of a Walmart in Valley Steam, New York heard the call for the 5 a.m. opening. The crowd forced itself forward with such an intensity that they broke the doors and trampled a 34-year-old employee to death. Shockingly, many of the shoppers refused to halt their quest for the deeply discounted items and pressed on as the employees attempted to help their coworker. This was believed to be the first case of a death occurring during Black Friday sales. But maybe we just hadn't been paying close enough attention before then, as 2010 through 2016 saw multiple reports of shootings, pepper spraying, and stabbings across varying stores in the US. But Black Friday isn't all bad. Most economists will identify Black Friday as having a significant positive impact on the economy because it gets people out spending their money. While, on a microeconomic, individual level, there is virtue in saving, in delaying gratification, and not living beyond one's means, on a collective scale in a capitalist economy, the last thing most economists want to see is the population turning thrifty and disinclined to spend money on goods and services. When something triggers massive spending like Black Friday, theoretically that means more money for retailers, which means they can pay employees, and they can pay their suppliers, which in turn means their suppliers can pay employees, and down the line. Then all those employees have enough money to spend which keeps the economy humming. More demand, more profit, more jobs, more income to find ways to create more demand, etc. 
As we move toward the future, however, the concept of Black Friday is being put into jeopardy. In 2015, Amazon was the first to offer Black Friday-type deals in July with Prime Day, and in subsequent years saw their competition following suit. In 2020, saw fewer people shopping in person as stores closed down and more people began to shop online with events like Cyber Monday. Suddenly, the need to rush into stores, fighting others for a few items didn't seem so important when you can order everything you want with the push of a button online. But with 40% of shoppers saying they are willing to go into debt for the holiday shopping season, and approximately 54% of Americans carrying active credit card accounts carrying debt from month to month, unable to fully pay back the money they've already spent, the real question isn't whether we should spend frivolously online or in stores, but should we be dedicating an unofficial holiday to spending at all? Thank you for watching Learn Something New. If you like this video, please consider liking and subscribing. It really helps my channel reach new audiences and can help keep you in the loop on future videos. Thanks again, and see you next time! When you think of Black Friday, you probably think of discounted prices, the long lineups, and the unofficial start of the holiday shopping season. But the term Black Friday, it wasn't always about shopping. Yeah, Black Friday is a term that's been in use for quite a long time to refer generally to negative events that happen to fall on a Friday. That's Ben Zimmer. He's a language columnist for the Wall Street Journal. He says one of the big first usage of the term Black Friday was in 1869. There were a couple of investors, Jay Gould and James Fisk, who tried to corner the gold market and it led to a financial panic. And so that day in 1869 was called Black Friday. There's no concrete evidence on who coined the term Black Friday or when it even started being used to describe the day after US Thanksgiving but a lot of evidence points to the 1950s. The very earliest example that's been found so far by a researcher named Bonnie Taylor Blake comes from a journal, a sort of a trade journal called Factory Management and Maintenance. And that goes back all the way to 1951. At the time, it refers to Black Friday as the day after Thanksgiving, but it has nothing to do with shopping at that point. In fact, back then it has to do with worker absenteeism. Basically, factories had trouble uh, getting their workers to show up on the day after Thanksgiving. If they, got, if they got the Thursday off, then they would just want to take off the Friday as well. This is Bonnie Taylor Blake, the researcher Ben was referring to. In her research, Bonnie writes that police in Philadelphia were referring to the days following Thanksgiving as Black Friday because they were considered the biggest shopping days. Not only that, Ben adds people descended into the city for the Army-Navy football game that happened on the Saturday. Local police officers would refer to this day as Black Friday because it gave them so many headaches uh, dealing with all of that traffic, both sort of foot traffic and car traffic, and police had to deal with all of that. So when did Black Friday become the chaotic shopping scene we see today? Both Ben and Bonnie say that retailers and workers didn't like the negative connotation of the term Black Friday and even try to rebrand it as Big Friday, but that didn't catch on. But a myth started circulating about the origin story of Black Friday, so retailers played into it. There's a very common myth that has been in circulation since the 1980s pretty much that Black Friday actually refers to retail stores, retail companies become profitable. They go in the black and that's why they're called Black Fridays. So thanks to that myth, 
retailers were able to put a positive spin on the term and reinvent it to the Black Friday we see today. And it's been so successful that we see online retailers trying to uh, spin off Black Friday into other shopping days. So there's Cyber Monday, for instance. Regardless of its origins, Black Friday is now a popular day for retailers. 